we are joined. To, actually, it's just me today. Jordan, I've kicked out. We'll <laughs> see him in the next episode. But today I'm joined by three of our youth girls. Uh, we have Abby. Hello. Anna. <laughs> Hello. And Liz, also known as Elizabeth. I think that's your full given name, right? Mm -hmm. So tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves. Abby, start with like your grade, kind of like your student in life, all you guys are. So just, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name's Abby Thurman. I'm a junior and I play tennis. I'm Anna McKinney and I play basketball and I'm a junior. (laughs) I'm Biz Marhala. I'm also a junior. And I play softball and soccer. Oh, and ride horses. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> smells like a horse. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, half the time. Fun fact. All right, so just to start us off, what do you guys want to be when you grow up? Um, not really sure. Definitely the medical field. Um, I'm interning or working at a pharmacy right now, so maybe that. Legal drug dealer. Yes. That's Abby for you. That is. I really don't know. I think I want to go into ministry. But I'm not sure, like, what exactly. What part of ministry? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know either. (laughs) That worked. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up either. Um, Liz wants to be a veterinarian. I thought you said a witch. I want to travel. (laughs) Mm, I thought about being a missionary because I just want to travel other places and meet other people and cultures and stuff. But I don't know. That's okay. You don't have to know. <laughs> I still don't know where I am. <laughs> all right. So you guys are all teenagers. Mm-hmm. All sort of. You. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just no, kidding. definitely are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so tell me what it's like to be a youth or teenager in today's world of worlds. It's kind of rough. <laughs> I don't know that it's any tougher than it has been in the past, but since we have phones and we can see everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it worse, and it puts a lot of pressure on us. We have higher expectations to live up to because we know the success of other people. Yeah, and I also think that like every generation has its own problems, but like a new problem for our generation is like um, homosexuality and like how that's normalized and praised now, whereas other generations haven't had to deal with that. I think everything's just sort of backwards right now. Yeah, so that's very true. Okay, so what is the challenge of being a teenager and believing in Christ? Mm. Not being able to give other people what they give you. Wait, expand. Like, expand. I don't know. (laughs) Some kid calls you a bunch of names and it's mean to you and you just want to be mean right back to them. But because you're a Christian, you can't really, I mean can't really punch a kid in the face in school. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that? You can't punch a kid yeah, in the I face mean, in school. I mean, I can, <laughs> but I get in trouble. That's not Anybody what the Lord would. wants me to do. I can restrain myself. <laughs> Self-control. Mm-hmm. Fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> well, I kind of said it answering the last question. Oh, no. Because I said everything's sort of backwards. So it makes it... Everybody just is kind of... It's just countercultural to what is going on right now. Yeah, so you're saying a change from, I think, and we've talked about it a little bit, from, like, taking away, like, the, the biblical, like, kind of point of view of society and then changing that to, like, whatever the world thinks is right at that point. Yeah, 
Because it's almost like there's no rules anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like everything's accepted. And yeah, when everything's there, accepted. there's no real expectation, like, of how we're supposed to act. Yeah, yeah I'd say for me, um, I've noticed, like, a lot of, like, people turning away from me because I believe in Christ, and I've lost, like, a lot of friends, like, throughout high, just throughout high school, just because of how <coughs> I believe. So what spurs you on to continuing to follow Jesus in the time where it's not popular at all, where you get shunned, basically, or lose friends? I definitely say the eternal reward waiting for me in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, um, trying to bring people I love with me, too. Well, we have a pretty big youth group at our school, or at our church right now with a lot of kids that go to school with us. So that's made it easier on us, but I don't know if it's that easy for other kids who don't have the same kind of, basically like a support system. I think the promises that God gives us helps us to keep going, like knowing that we do have eternity in heaven. And even if we like lose all of our friends, he's still there and we're never really alone. <laughs> Just give me the judgmental glare. Who did? Abby. Abby <laughs> not has a secret judgmental glare. And it's I know. Scary. Oh yeah, totally. When we Decided. sit at lunch, when we sit at the tables <laughs> at lunch, she stares at me the whole time. Every time I look at her, she's like. I think that's just my normal sitting face. Why are you not no, sitting with me? I'm just looking. Why are you sitting and not sitting with me? Well, lunch? that's a special look for you, Biz. Oh, thanks. The look of. Because <laughs> you love me so much. Yeah, for sure. Abby, how long have you been part of the youth group? Um, like a year? Or how old was I? No, how long? How like, long? have you been in it since you were like seventh grade? Uh, yeah. So when I was in seventh grade, I started coming here without my parents, and I've been going ever since. And it was also like right at the beginning of like when Parkland Chapel started having a youth group. <laughs> um, before we even like, I was in youth group when I was in like sixth grade, fifth grade. They didn't really have Sunday morning youth or events that they did together. They just had, like, one lesson on Wednesday night. And so they kind of just came to church. And then when they left, they did, went on their own way. Um, when we started youth group Sunday mornings, and we did more events together, and so we kind of got to know each other better. And now, like, the group we have, most of us go to Farmington. So we can just, like, hold each other accountable for stuff. And... We do stuff outside, like on our own too, together, we get together, and then we have a bunch of events that we do together to keep us as a group. <laughs> Since you've been in youth, how has it changed? Um, well, we have a lot more kids now than we did when it started, <laughs> but um, I think most of the kids that went were basically, their parents had been here for a long time. Most of us have grown up here, and now... It's way more than just kids whose parents have maybe drugged them to church. And everybody, I think, that is there right now really wants to be there. And it's not just something that they've learned from their parents or something that they've been made to do. They actually really desire to have a relationship with Jesus and to have this group of friends, really. Yeah, we've had just kids that have been here for a while bring 
kids to, from school that don't have a relationship with Christ to come to youth group, and they have found their own relationship and become Christians just through their friends who invited them. Yeah, so I think, at least from an outside, quote-unquote, like, point of view, I think it's cool that you guys, like, build relationships inside school, and then, like, it's relationally built, and then eventually those, those people come because of the relationships that they've built outside of the church, and then they just eventually kind of get, you know, like, brought in because of the people that are here, and eventually they meet the God that we... Um, that we get, we believe in, and we serve, and we love. So I think it's it's just cool that you know, and it's like even as important as this building is, that you know, I mean, it's just like it doesn't look like a church. <laughs> I, I, that's what I love. <laughs> like it doesn't smell like a church either. Like I'm I'm very grateful it doesn't. Can you know those old church smells? Mm. It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know that I've ever been in very many old churches. Oh, I went to a Baptist church with my grandparents last Sunday. We had to stand up. When he read out of the Bible, <laughs> we only we didn't open our Bibles for like thirty minutes, and then we did. We read one verse, and we had to stand up while he read it. And I was like, "What the heck?" And the songs were like, no. "Yes, Lord, yeah. yes, Hymns. Lord, yes, yes, Lord." Yeah, that's actually a yeah. pretty solid song. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, "What are we? What are we doing?" <laughs> Wait, so Anna, you haven't actually been to a, a church outside of. Parkland Chapel. Well, when Abby went to the Baptist church, I spent the night with her on Saturdays sometimes, <laughs> and then I went to the Baptist church in the morning. I don't know. It was it was a lot different. I mean, it wasn't like weird or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, I would say, um, well, I went to a Lutheran school, St. Paul, um, and I also went to a Baptist church, and then I started going here, which is just like so many denominations in like, yeah. my life. <laughs> um, but like with the Baptist church, I mean, it wasn't much different. Um, it was different in the services, but I would say for the most part, like what they were trying to teach us, like their main goal, um, it was still Jesus. It was still that, like Jesus is God's son, like that foundation. Um, so yeah, it wasn't different on that level, you know? What do you think we, us doing practically changed how uh, people experience, the youth experience Jesus, um, and want to come here? Like, what, what have we changed from, like, whenever you guys first started versus what we're doing now? I don't know that we've really changed much. Um, just grown. Yeah. Because our whole church has grown. And I think, and that's, <laughs> you and Jordan, too, have had yes. a lot of kids come yeah. before, like, we want the not that Todd and anything wrong with Todd, yeah. <laughs> but we like the younger, like you younger, or is more attractive to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in the way that we want to come and have fun with you guys. And most of the time, like when we have events, they're not like, like Bible study. You know, we don't. A lot of times, like we have Bible studies, uh, but a lot of the events are just like camp. Come place. hang out with us, or like. <laughs> come like listen like tonight or not tonight tomorrow night night, we have a concert and it just it's not always it doesn't always just sound like oh we're gonna sit down and read the bible and like repeat these words like a lot of them are just like normal things like that secular people wouldn't think as like weird (laughs) yeah because it i mean bible studies are definitely a good thing but Mm -hmm. if you want people to come to Christ, you have to maybe yes. give a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just like sit them down and be like, okay, 
you have to know all this stuff, you know, read this book. You're like, doing this, this, yes. and this wrong, and you need <laughs> yeah. to fix it. That's, that's wonderful, because, like, you see, like, the, uh, that's how kind of Jesus did. Like, he went out to them, so I, you know, it's like, it's important to have Bible studies, as you're mm-hmm. talking about, but then as we, like, are, ev- like, more evangelistic, it's like, well, we got to meet people, like, kind of halfway or just go out to them completely like dive all in i mean that doesn't mean like you know go out to a bar with them and you know <laughs> you know drink your life away but <laughs> that was an extreme example that might be more reserved for college because you know none of you high schoolers actually do that what do you wish to see in our youth group both spiritually and just what we do in a practical sense how do you wish to see us grow i don't know i think mm-hmm. we have several good leaders but i think we need older well people that are about my age really juniors and seniors to invest in kids that are younger than them because what we have going on right now is really good but it's not going to stay sort of grounded if we don't invest in younger people rooted rooted Rooted. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd also like to see um like people our age kind of step up more like um like also like also invest in them but also like maybe we could start like a bible study that is led by like seniors or juniors just um so the younger kids can see that we are trying to step up and be spiritual leaders in our youth group you know yeah well yeah and we also have to actually live it out Mm-hmm. because, I mean, leading by example is pretty important. And if they don't see us doing that, then they're not going to know that's what they're supposed to do. They should see it and know that's what it's supposed to look like. Do you have any uh, encouraging words for your fellow youths? Um, I think that we need to tell them that God sees our, like he knows our struggles, he understands our struggles. Um, he's experienced them. We're not. It's not just like God doesn't understand what I'm going through. So I don't need his help in this situation because, yeah, you do. (laughs) I'd say, like, there's a lot of things that you're not going to go through that somebody else who's older than you hasn't gone through. Because in order to have the kind of, well, the Christian friends that I have, I was pretty lonely in, like, middle school, which, I mean, and at the time you think, oh, it's a big deal because I'm... 14 years old and I barely have any friends (laughs) and then um well the youth groups kind of help with that but sometimes you do have to go through a period of time where you're not always super happy or maybe a little bit lonely in order to have well uh the kind of friends that I have now a core group yeah a core group because um I can't remember if it was seventh or eighth grade it was seventh grade that the youth group started. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever I started making more friends at Parkland Chapel, which I had some already, but I got more. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd say just keep going. Just like keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep opening your Bible. And like, even if you don't feel like you're getting anything, you are getting fed. And like, um, so before this year, I had never gone through many trials or hardships. I've never, I'd never experienced like 
the trials that are described in the Bible. Um, but like, I would just say that again, like everybody always says this, but it's true. Like the Bible doesn't say like if trials come, it says like when trials come. So like, even if you haven't experienced those trials, like they're, they're coming and they're gonna be hard, but you just have to keep on going through them. you said that uh, in the beginning like it was hard and I think a lot of people look at our church now and they're like wow you have everyone like everyone's pretty much put together like you have really good leadership the men you know actually do things you know and then like our youth group is like thriving but then you actually have to look at the first 10-ish years of our church and our youth group and it's like dead not dead. It was growing. It was like, you know, it before it sprouted. Slowly growing. It was very slow. It slowly. was very slow. And it was... It was I'm looking at that. Yeah. It, I didn't realize I didn't how slow it was. was. I never thought about I that. I always thought we were pretty big, and I didn't realize, like... I just thought that it would, like, stay the same size yeah. always. Like, I just thought that's how it worked. I was yeah. like, it just stays the same I size. I didn't like when people... At the beginning, I was like, I wanted people to stop coming. <laughs> because it was... Well, I didn't think about, like, them coming to church point of view. I was just thinking, like all these new people that I have to talk to and I don't know it's just like I wanted my five friends and nobody else <laughs> in my in my grade and well, there were only like five of us here I know so. that's what I liked and then I but yeah now I like that it's grown yeah <laughs> so it's like there, there are it's small beginnings yes yeah that we have that you can't overlook and that makes everything that we have and see that you see now so much better because like oh we know the struggle we know what it's like to have a very small youth group to not have anyone here you know, although it is nice because you don't have to talk to nearly as many people yeah. i just didn't like the change i <laughs> so i was thinking about that because the church started with like 12 people in mike's basement and then abby and i were working in the nursery the other day and there were 13 <laughs> babies in the nursery <laughs> that's more babies like, like there's more babies in the nursery now than we had people in our church wow yeah what a what a perspective change like <laughs> more babies than we had people in our church it would be cool to go back and, and we're like look at it not even doing like regular service right now yeah we're outside yeah everyone's there two services and two yeah, children two churches, churches. Mm -hmm. that's like half of service pretty much i mean we're, now we're building a new sanctuary for 400 people mm -hmm. so and i mean youth group's gonna get the old sanctuary yay where's the sound effect <laughs> Oh. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> what a joke. Yay. All right, let's talk about camp from this year. Woo. Yay. What yes. was the best camp. part of camp? I think it's safe to say it was worship. Worship. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the best part. It's literally uh, a, Wait, I have a close it's second. It's literally though. a concert for Jesus. A close second was Steal the Bacon. Oh, oh yeah. Steal the Bacon. Tell us about worship this. and Steal oh, the Bacon. My. Tell us you about worship or Steal the Bacon. Both. Please. <laughs> Which one Let's first? start with Steal for, the Bacon. Yeah. Okay. okay. The lesser of the awesomeness. Yes. The lesser of the two. <laughs> okay, yes. who's explaining? I can. Okay, go Anna. <laughs> so basically what it is, they have like I think six inner tubes. In the middle of yeah. a big soapy tarp, and you have teams, which they divided them by church. So Parkland Chapel was on one end, and then Calvary, Calvary. was on the other. And um, so what you do is they divide you up in numbers. 
So one it's five. like one through five. And so they call your number, and everybody with the number, like runs. if they call one, two, three, then everybody that's numbered one, two, three runs out to the middle of the tarp. And you basically just wrestle over inner tubes. these inner tubes. <laughs> What's the goal of the game? You see how many Rounds. inner tubes your team can bring over to their side. And then you play rounds. And I think they remove a tube yes. every round. And we destroyed. We went eight it's, and we destroyed. It's a brutal game. We all came back with, like, I got, bruises. Okay, I, I was got bleeding. Bit. I got oh, bit. Yes. So did Trent. By a cavalry girl. We had Trent another, got bit we had another kid get bit. In the foot? He was yeah. bleeding. Oh. Like, like right here. He was bleeding. <laughs> Clara Wilkins gave a kid a bloody nose. Oh. oh good for her. He was, like, wow. he was like on the other <laughs> side. And he was just like, hey, can I get a napkin? There's just blood running down his face. Oh, my can gosh. Can I get a napkin? They were about to call the next number. I'm like, that Aww. kid better not go out into that tarp with that bloody nose. That's but nasty. They yeah. pulled him off before was... they could, but. Yeah, it kind of hurt, but it was yeah. definitely it was, <laughs> it was so worth it. It, it was we were, worth like, it. Our bodies were sore. Yeah, I body was sore. <laughs> I ended up getting like tied up in the middle on oh. accident. And did you ever end up in the tube, like yes. in the middle? Mm, I yeah. did. I did yeah, too. Yeah, she was getting crushed. I was yeah. getting choked. <laughs> like there were some kids like sitting on top of me, basically. We're all oh, about yeah. five two, five three here, and little girls, so. We, think, think we didn't add, yeah, we Jordan didn't add anything. Yeah, men. Jordan, Jordan size yeah, we men. have well, Jordan himself. And there's no, there yes. no traction. We were all getting yeah. like flung around. It was yeah. fun though. It was a fun team game. It was so awesome. And then they yeah. tried to split us up the next day when we wanted to play it, and so we wouldn't play because we protested. We, yeah, we protested. How did you protest? We, we took a knee. Oh, yes. and then Ari dove in and stole a tube anyway, and yeah. won him against like. No, he didn't win. Yeah, he did. He brought it to our side. Is that the well, picture? He almost did. Yeah. yeah. That's like the corner. It's yeah. the leaders. Of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, worship. <laughs> yeah. Rock concert for Jesus. So what What about worship that did you love or that made it awesome? Mm. We decided to get out of our comfort zones a little bit <laughs> and raise our hands. Woo. I just think being surrounded by so many people that normally do that was just like they got the Holy Spirit moving. <laughs> yeah, during yes. the Holy Spirit pot. Mm-hmm. So what was going through your heads, hearts during that? Like, like in the beginning, like during the first like day of camp, where it's just kind of like uh, we're worshiping like we normally do under the, the tent, stoic, nothing, mm-hmm. and then going from that to like let's let's just try to put our hands up, see what happens. What was going through your heads, hearts? Like why? Like what prompted that change? Mm. Mine was just. Why not? God's making like God makes me happy, and like I'm here with all my friends, who feel the same way I do, and I don't know. I guess I just it's like it's kind of like a surrender feeling. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's kind of like reaching, reaching like for God or to God, reaching up to heaven. Yes, <laughs> and it's like I don't know. That's what it is for me. So how did uh, God change your heart? I think I have more of a heart for people who don't really give it their all, like, in their faith. Because, I mean, the Bible says, don't be lukewarm. It's worse. Either be hot or cold. Um, so I feel like maybe I look down on people like that sometimes. Like, why can't you just commit either way? And then, I don't know. I think I just felt... Like, 
they need the body of Christ to be there for them. I think I was a little more humbled in my faith. I had been putting like people first, my friend first, and trying to make them happy, and I was kind of just ignoring what God had to say to me during the, the sermons and stuff. And until I realized when we were worshiping that I had been doing that, and I needed to humble myself and put God first and the other second. Yeah, I'd say for me, um, one of the things Corey talked about while we were there um, was about how, like, you shouldn't have to, like, do, like, do things that make you seem Christian. Like, you should just live, like, for God. And that kind of really spoke to me because sometimes I do find myself, like, kind of not forcing, but, like, doing things for, like, people's approval, you know, the church's approval, but, like, where's my heart really at? So that's something that really kind of got me. So how is this going to look for you guys now that you're going to go back into school, what, like, three, four weeks? And outside of the laboratory of camp, what is that, like, what are you guys praying for to be able to live what you had in camp out in school or life in general? I'm always praying for boldness for myself just because I obviously don't have a lot of that <laughs> just, just by myself. Um, but yeah, like like um, how we were unified at church camp, I really enjoyed. And if we could like clump together like that at school and be bold like all together, I think that would be like the ultimate goal, just to bring more people. I just hope that other kids see us as not like, oh, they're stupid, annoying, <laughs> they're annoying Christians. Why are they so good? Um, I hope that they like that they're attracted to what we have, and they'll come to our groups and that we have, and that we can, I don't know, help them understand what it is and not just like it's some kind of weird cult that we're in or something <laughs> that we're forced into that we actually voluntarily are Christians. Um, I would say that I'm praying for all of our witnesses to stay just sort of intact. Um, Wait, like, what do you mean by witnesses? Like our witness, I mean. Like, like, like as a whole, reputation. Like each person's witness, okay. sorry. <laughs> um. Like, I don't want us to go to school and then be sort of arrogant or exclusive. I guess that's what I think. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I think people see, like, Biz was kind of talking about it. Like, it's not something that we're forced to do. And I think people see that more now because we're older and we all want to be there. And I think people see that. And so I hope we don't just go back to school and act like, well, pretty much the same way we would have had we not had the experience that we did at camp. What do you need to hear from God? Um, probably that I'm putting too much hope in other people. Because I think maybe my expectations for people are a little too high sometimes. Like I'm putting sort of a an expectation on people like they're God. I think I will need to hear that, like, 
he does have a plan for my future because I kind of just feel like I'm just going to graduate high school and then just like (laughs) sit around (laughs) until I find something to do. I don't know. But like that he will guide me through my future and that he has a plan and it'll work out. Yeah, kind of like Biz is saying, um, like as I have gone through a lot of trials this year, um, I just kind of, not so much that I want to hear, but I want to, I would like to see how he's using or how he's going to use these trials in my life, you know? So we ask basically almost everyone this. And uh, so we say, what is, what is your God-sized dream? I mean, just something that only God can do that like you, like you have your dreams in life. I dream to be able to travel the world and whatnot, you know, missions, biomed, anything. But then like something that's just a step beyond that, where it's just like, what? Like, like the only reason why that came true is because God did that. So what is that for you guys at this age? I think it would be cool. Just kind of a random thing I've thought about before (laughs) to like have a bunch of Calvary chapels plants from our church like in Florida and in oh, like yeah. on the beach. Yeah, we talked about oh, we always talked about having our own. Like, <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're no, gonna start with not there. Miami we always talked about having a yeah, like a chapel, a church plant on the beach, and like we could, or the youth group that we have now could run it, and that would be so awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, that would be so awesome. That would be epic. We could go it to church with no shoes on. <laughs> no shoes yeah. on. It's just like New Zealand. They don't. Uh, I call plays ukulele. You would thrive in New Zealand. <laughs> you don't even have to walk into a grocery <gasps> store with shoes on. Seriously, I'm not joking. What about about shirts? I think you do have to wear some kind of shirt. I think that would ruin your witness. Because it's like no shirt, no shoes, you know? No service. But yeah. <laughs> no service. But yeah. Okay, well, that would be along awesome. with that, I know I talked about this before, but just, like my ultimate dream that seems so far off is like moving to Africa and like, um, like becoming a surgeon or becoming some kind of doctor but like, you know, that obviously seems so far off because where would we get the money? <laughs> but that's like the ultimate dream. And I'd say that I had probably kind of the same idea as Biz because we kind of talked about that when we went to the beach. Yeah, I think just starting our own church. Well, yeah. we love the beach so much. So yeah, just being able to live at the beach and yet still have the same church setting we have here mm. for other people too. And creating our Parkland Chapel culture and moving it yeah. other places. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. That is cool. We do have something unique, I think. Mm-hmm. It's something that I definitely took for granted, like going off to college. I'm like, and granted, it wasn't the same as it is now. Like being here for me makes it so much harder to even think about leaving like for New Zealand. And, and people are like, oh, is that even in your like, are you still thinking about going back? When are you going back? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't even really want to think about it because there's so many cool things that are happening here that I'm like, I don't really want to miss it. You know, God's still moving and it doesn't matter kind of where you're at. It's just like, will you take part of it? I think that's cool. All right. Let's end with some random questions. And you know what question's coming. What is your favorite way a potato is made? French fries. Fried potatoes. French fries. Do you, French fry people, do you like anything on your French fries, a special like seasoning or dip or... 
Can I answer this question, even though it yes. wasn't my answer? Wait, yes. wait, does Chick-fil-A sauce count? Because Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes. I eat fries with ranch all the time. <laughs> ranch is pretty good. No, I just really good. You have a dumb boy voice. Dumb, where dumb like, boy voice. I have a dumb boy voice. No, oh. no. I <laughs> Thanks, Elena. You're welcome. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, but okay. So I went to ta- uh, 102 Tap House the other day, and oh, they have I've a. Never I went been there, there like last. Fascinating. <laughs> last, I don't know, last something last week. And, so yeah, nice. I got their pulled pork and their French fries, and they have really like this whatever mustard came with the pulled pork <laughs> was really good with the French fries. Mm. Yes, Never it was been good. There. And then there was like some like dark sauce. I couldn't tell if it's like chili sauce or if it's spicy or if it was ketchup or anything because it's too dark in there. But mm. yes, it was pretty good. That was a pretty close second to a Chick Fil A sauce on waffle fries. Mm. All right, <laughs> what what sounds fun to you? Going back to camp. <laughs> living at camp actually no i get tired of it i, I don't know eating fries <laughs> with ranch and, and going swimming yeah that sounds it's luke's turf there's a kid luke dog baby luke baby luke bro mm. what's your favorite smell he's gonna come in here smell smell, smell. oh mm. Mm. Ooh, coconut all day long my deodorant <laughs> <laughs> Is it called my deodorant or is it a special it's kind of coconut deodorant? hibiscus? Also coconut, so coconut by degree. Okay. It's really good. Oh, what degree like... does it have? <laughs> Bachelor's? Bachelor's? <laughs> 90 degree. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> not, sponsored not sponsored by degree. <laughs> Maybe one day. I'd say Maybe. like like what is it called? Fresh linen. <laughs> Fresh like, linen. I don't know what it's called. Real linen. fresh linen, New like Carson, like or like the ones that are like laundry. Oh, the um, the, the dryer sheets. Ew. Oh. Ew. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it called? Like the linen ones. Yeah, clean I think, linen. Like the down, clean linen. the downy so stuff. Yeah. Well, I like that. It smells good. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I I like fresh cut grass. And, um, <laughs> that's oh, a summer smell mm-hmm. Ooh. wait hang on horses <laughs> Ew. like um, sometimes when you're by smoke. the beach why and you that? can smell how salty it is, uh, is yeah that? i love that oh it's the cleaning lady <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right what's a talent you wish you had oh, gosh, i um, wish i could sing i wish i could whistle i've never been able to whistle oh wow you sound just like sam <laughs> um I'd like to have the talent to learn another language. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That would yeah. be cool. I wish I, I could speak. I don't have enough brain capacity like, for that. Greek. <laughs> Greek? Greek. Oh. Greek. Yeah, that'd that be is cool. kind of cool. Yeah. I'm learning German on Duolingo. I can't really <laughs> do much of it. That's official. Yeah. Nine. 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 Okay. If, uh, where would you go if you could pick up your entire life, friends, family, all that church stuff, and go somewhere else in the world? Italy. Where would you go? Italy. Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greece. Yeah. Greece. Greece. Or like, like in the pan. Or like some kind of. <laughs> I just looked up pictures of En Gedi. What's where David was? En Gedi. Like, oh, like David the King. Like King yeah. David. Wow. Oh. I was thinking little things. I also, <laughs> I got I also like a little go to Glacier, Glacier National Park. Oh, that place is gorgeous. Yeah. We just visited there. Oh, but, so pretty. But Italy for sure. Italy. <laughs> Italy. Italy. All right. Uh, what's the best quote you heard? If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. I feel like that's something your dad could would we say. Ask, yeah. like, could we that's ask the only one like, I can think of. Bible verses instead? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. Bible verse? Uh, Mine is. Mine's like a chapter, Psalm 139. Oh, that is 
what is it? Where's that? It's where it's like I'm fearfully and wonderfully, or you're yes, fearfully. The whole chapter though. Mm, the whole chapter. One. I like Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah, that's a good. What one. is it? It's like. Let me think. It's like I don't exactly know the words, but like, everything will work out for those who love God according to His plans. Oh yeah, yeah. And His purpose. Mine is like a couple verses. Tell us, um, Anna. Everyone knows this verse, but it's like the ones before Philippians 4.13. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Yes, Okay. It says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Boom. That's good. I like that. (laughs) That's good. Well... Thank you for joining us today. Well, just joining me. Jordan's not here. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for taking time out. It's awesome to talk with you and, you know, talk about your camp experience. Because I was there, but I didn't experience it in the same way as you did. Yeah, we know. Uh, as campers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had the good old middle schoolers. Yeah. With, love um, those middle schoolers. Oh, we love them. I like the middle schoolers. They're funny. They are very funny. They're fun. Yeah. They're funny, and they love their perfume. They love Uh, their perfume. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like uh, people are going swimming. So I'll let you go. And uh, (laughs) thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We feel special. We do. You are special. Actually, (laughs) Anna Biz, you guys are the reason why we're doing this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the whole reason why we're going to have you on. And then Abby's like, can I join them? Did you just delete all those videos that we... No, it's still... I just (laughs) haven't bothered to edit. It's almost been a year. Wait, so why did we... Because remember when we talked that one time? about Children's Church. Yeah, about Children's Church. And then she was like, we should do a podcast. Did you not listen to their first podcast when they said that? Yeah, Anna... I did. I don't remember it, though. It's yeah. okay. The really only thing I remember from that podcast is when I said I have a Bachelor's of Science. Silence. <laughs> a Bachelor's of Science. Silence. <laughs> and it came out like I meant to say it. Like, I didn't even... I don't know bachelor where it came from. Bachelor of Science. Silence. A Bachelor of Silence in, my, in Biomedical Engine. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. With that, Woo! see ya. Adios, amigos. Bye. Bye.